0: and the human leader of the Android Underground,
2: Matt Lee. What's up, guys? It's Tuesday, January 8th, 2013. This is episode 66 of Tag of the Androids. Every week for this new year, attackoftheandroids.com slash live. Watch us if you'd like. I'm Matt Lee. Joining us tonight, we got back on his phone, catastrophic computer failure, Seth. (laughs) How you doing, Seth? Welcome back.
3: Good evening, guys. Happy to be back. Sorry I was gone last I guess month, couple months.
2: That's cool. You you're going to be like a professor when this is all said and done, and you will That's the goal. you will be able to pay for our server on your own, and I really look forward to that day. <laughs> we got Shane Brady, what's up, Shane?
0: Hey guys, not too much. Uh, glad to be back after a couple week vacation. I mean the for the show, not just me. Right. But also us,
2: kind of. Some of us had vacation. <laughs> uh, also joining us now let's see if this works. live via Skype, Eric. What's up, Eric? We're doing the show now. Well, hey, folks. How's your? I'm, I'm back, I ha- guess. How's your internet? It's good. I don't know what just happened, but, but it's all good now. We're all good now. All right. We better hurry up and do this show while we still have internet bits. Uh, let's... <laughs> Let's bring it back. I don't
1: know if there's enough gas in the generator.
2: You might need to go out on a scouting mission and get more fuel. Oh, I've been playing Dead Trigger a lot lately, like, because of Christmas, New Year's vacation and all that. And I, I we'll, we'll get into the phone at the moment, but I, I just want to mention this. It's... Legal gambling for kids, okay? Madfinger Games does this. and I mean, it's cool. It's whatever. We have casinos here. I live in Montana. It's fine. Casinos in the gas station. No big deal. But um, these games, with the in-app purchasing and everything, you can get chips if you play every day, right? Like, say, day one you play, they give you one chip. Day two you play, you get two. Day three, you get three, and so on. And these chips, you go to the casino and shadow gun dead zone has this also you go to the casino and there's a slot machine and you pull the thing and you get gold or money to buy better guns or upgrade armor, stuff like that in the game. When you run out of coins to pull the thing, it says, Hey, you can buy more like with real money in an in-app purchase. So how is that? How is that first of all, cool and okay and legal and, Like it's kid gambling, right? It's a game mechanism like this,
1: the in-app purchase where, where they, where they say, we're going to give you a little bit of currency, just a little bit enough to irritate you when it runs out. And then we're going to, you know, say, Hey, you can have more. I don't think it's gambling, but I don't play games like that because it just puts me in a
2: bad mood. You're spending cash money, real money for coins for a slot machine. That's not gambling. I mean, okay, cool. That's it's the idiot tax. It's not gambling, <laughs> but you can win five hundred gold pieces, or you can do a different in-app purchase for like five bucks and get five hundred gold pieces. It's just funny that has it's, a slot machine. It's teaching kids good habits. I don't know. Right, Shane, what do you think?
0: Well, I think gambling should be legal for everybody at all ages, so I'm fine with it. Well, there you uh, go. Especially since I believe kids are all, all pretty much each assigned adult supervision. Uh, and they're not completely out there on their own. So So are
2: these kids using their parents' accounts and running up mad bills with in-app purchases, or are they using their own accounts, in which case maybe they don't have any money so they can't buy in-app purchases?
0: Well, I don't know what... I mean, I I don't have any kids, and so um, I guess no one here does, but I would think that parents wouldn't be hooking up their credit card in such a way that kids could just spend, spend, spend. What if they didn't know,
2: though? Because we always talk about how... You know, people that get these devices like the learning curve and and a lot of them really only know what to do, what they're doing on it. They don't know about it. You know, they just know what they're using. And so it's not far of a stretch to say that maybe one day they link their Google wallet to PayPal or to whatever. And that's linked to their Gmail. They get this tablet for their kids. They sign in with their account because their kid doesn't, you know, have an account and they give it to them. Their kid finds the in-app purchase and then there you go. But I don't know. I just thought it was funny that maybe, it was like a slot machine.
1: <laughs> if like if, if I had kids, I would I would they would have their own account, but I would just, you know, throw ten bucks on there with the uh, the Google Play gift cards. Because you can use that for the in app purchases, can't you?
2: Right, I believe so. You can just throw that yeah. on your account. Huh. There Seth, you go. Any thoughts, Seth? Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: do you do you believe sure. everyone should be able to gamble? <laughs>
4: <laughs> do you
2: have children? No. <laughs>
3: Um, I think. I mean, this is a larger question in general, but how do app makers make money, and you know, how do we? I mean, in general, I guess I'm I'm a proponent of saying I wish there was less free or freemium apps and more pay apps, so that you would. Not have to be sort of continually bombarded with in-app purchases. I would rather just pay, you know, five dollars for a nice game or something like that, and just enjoy the game. Right. Not you have know, to worry about all these like spins and coins and play the next level. Pay an extra. I've, five been, playing bucks, that, $2 or, I've been playing that.
2: I've been playing Nova Three really lately. Wears me down.
3: I like just. I'd rather just pay five bucks for a nice app.
2: Yeah, I've been playing Nova Three lately, and out of Dead Trigger, Shadowgun, Dead playing Zone, what? Nova Three, which I think you recommended okay. quite a while ago. I it's finally like this got time it. last
1: year. Yeah, yep. probably.
2: But I finally got it. And out of yeah. those three games, <laughs> that one has the least... Like, I'm just playing through the campaign. And it has the least, like, if you want to get through this level, you need to buy this or whatever. Like, I've just been playing it, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But these other games, especially maybe the online multiplayer stuff, like Shadowgun Dead Zone, where some of these kids are just buying all of these guns. And maybe if you don't have the money or don't want to spend the money on it, and you're just getting annihilated. And I know the server does its best to match people with their ranks and everything, but I don't know. Sometimes it, it seems silly. Like, why are you putting that in there in the first place? I get you're making money from it and all that, but as far as a game goes, like, you never had that with console games or anything. I mean, unless you're well, buying multiplayer, but it seems to take I mean, away from it to me. I don't...
3: There's high quality free games, and so they need to make money somehow. And I just wish they would – I mean, I guess – I'm not upset. I understand why they're doing it. I, I would just personally rather just pay up front and then just own a game and not have to pay for it over and over and over again. Yeah, exactly.
0: I, I think some of this came out of the casual gaming that came out of Facebook mm-hmm. um, in the sense that I, I didn't really yeah. play a lot of Facebook games, but my company that I used to work for was in the virtual currency business for a while. Uh, essentially, you know, in-app purchases for Facebook. And that market kind of crapped out once Facebook took it over, and I think now it's also created game fatigue where a lot of Facebook games are having trouble making money. Uh, we've all seen Zynga cut a whole bunch of games, and I wonder if we're if they're maybe a little ahead of the curve um, compared to mobile games, and maybe in a year or two we'll see the in-app purchase model just crash because people will just be sick of it and want to go back to just paying up front and be done with I them.
2: think, though, the difference is they're making more than enough money with these little micro in-app purchases to justify it rather than what, what maybe Zynga made or what is making with just the Facebook games. Like I think the money model is way different. But th- like you said, the fatigue is definitely there because it started out like, oh, you can play a few fun games with your friends on Facebook. And then it very, very quickly got to the point where it was, don't send me any app request because I'm not... Playing any of this stuff now and then you saw that with google plus when it added games everyone was like this was the one thing we actually really liked about google plus is that there were no games and no none of that you know other distraction but it still
0: aren't any games
2: yeah well the thing is there but yeah it's not very well populated You'd think they would do something and link it up with your Android tablet games, because man, there is some cool games out there now. And I mean, over the holidays I just noticed a bunch, because I had a lot of free time, got a new Nexus 10 for Christmas, and it's just like, these games are awesome. And it plays awesome, and I'm very happy about it. Seth, CES is happening, and when CES happens, there's always good phones of moments for us. Bring it back. What is the phone of the moment?
3: Okay, um... So, uh, what I've seen, you know, I haven't had a ton of time to, like, peruse all of the CES phones and all that's going on, but I've done some of it. Uh, I've, I've done a fair amount. I kept pretty good track up yesterday, so excuse me, and then I am I just haven't been able to pay attention this afternoon because I've been busy. But um, the most interesting thing I've seen so far, is actually really interesting, is, you know, Vizio is sort of this American company that is trying to enter the smartphone and, like, UltraBook market didn't
2: they make a name and for themselves with those decent TVs that were pretty f- cheaply priced? Like they were the the yeah. two hundred dollar giant screen you could get that everybody I know has. Like I there's yeah. everybody here has those. It's crazy,
3: and it's pretty well known that they're like good quality. Yeah, but they're like the value proposition TV. is sort of what they are. They're not like Sony, who has all the bells and whistles. It's not it's a, a Samsung or yeah or Sony or. Yeah. Yeah, and so this, and so what they're trying to do is they're trying to kind of enter that same market on the on ultrabooks and on the uh, t and on the phones and I think they have tablets. I'm not. It kind of sure reminds me of
2: LG uh, in a way because LG made TVs and I guess yeah. they made phones further back than this, but then their smartphones but, trying to come out and yeah,
3: yeah. Vizio is sort of the American LG, and they're also right. I, I don't know how to say this other than this, but they're sort of like the sexier LG. Like in general, they have like they're they're their design is better. Like, they spend more effort in the design of products right. than LG does. I feel like LG just sort of, like, is the value proposition without the design, and I feel like Vizio is the value proposition with the design in general. Uh, and so, you know, like, last year they had some interesting Ultrabook hardware where they had a good ideas, but, like, the keyboard wasn't very good and the trackpad wasn't very good. It's one of the things. And, but anyways, that's just that's sort of setting up the context of what's going on. And so now they're entering the phone market, uh, and they've come out with CES with this 5-inch 1080p phone. I don't know, if I don't think it has a name. Um, but the really interesting part is it's stock Android. And so, and they, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of how to describe this. Like, I feel like Vizio is almost like the tech enthusiast's company. They're and like, so we'll, like do they <laughs> we'll do a Nexus.
2: We'll do a Nexus device. Here, here's stock yeah. jelly bean for you. Enjoy it. No, just exactly. like the tablets, just like everything yeah. we do. Here you go.
3: So I feel like Vizio is like – so for like on their computers, they're getting rid of all the bloatware. So they just send you like stock Windows and on their – and so like that's what everyone wants, That's right? good. We need and another they, option
2: to, to be able to get that from, you know, besides Samsung with their mostly stock but, you know, depending on the carrier. Yeah. Hey, it will be interesting to see what Vizio does with the carriers also, how they keep it well, stock. Well, so this
3: is the problem. So anyways, so they've got this 5-inch 1080p phone, which I mean either that's too big, whatever. But it's like it's really nicely designed, the screen is beautiful, got a you know, it's got all the sort of, everything you want It's about a really high quality phone, a stock Android, people be really excited about it. So everyone likes it. But now here's the catch. The catch is no American carriers will carry it. So they can't sell it to the United States. Uh, probably because they refuse to let Verizon put all their junk on it, is my guess. But there's other carriers.
2: Media. And other and well, car- Yeah,
3: but so none of them will carry it. And so now Vizio has this, like, really interesting product, stock Android. They're a U.S. company, and they can't sell it in the U.S. So So what what kind of –
2: Seth, what kind of radios did they put in? Is it GSM? Is it LTE? Like, what is – It's
3: GSM. I think it might have LTE. I'm not 100% sure. But in order to be a – so you can can for surf AT&T's 3G network but you can't use their LTE. And I don't know if it has LTE phone in it. Or yeah, it says like
2: it the it Nexus 4, and we talked about that uh, the last episode we did, how on XDA they figured out a way to get the Nexus 4 working on some LTE. Or was it, what was it, Eric? Was It It wasn't LTE, was it?
1: Or yeah, it was. No, it's LTE. It's it's LTE AT- in with AT&T, Um, But it's only on a certain band that um, AT&T uses in big cities. So if you're like in L.A. or Chicago –
2: So it will be interesting to see if this ends up – and I mean this is – like you said, it says CES. This is not even near coming out yet I guess, but you know.
3: No, I think – I actually think this is pretty close to coming out. You think? So they're – what they're doing is they're selling it to China. So there's a U.S. company – they can't sell their phones to the U.S., so they're they're opening up in China. So they're is that first ironic? Is that is that
2: weird? That? I mean, everyone's always I, like, why doesn't Apple make stuff here? Why why doesn't everyone make stuff here? And it's like because we're kind of dicks, <laughs> you know? Like, wow, an American and so, company. And that was the first comment on this article: is America? F yeah. And then except that we miss out on a lot of good phones because of our carriers. So f no, but okay.
3: Yeah, so it's like, um, I mean, I don't know. What's, I mean, I don't know. It, to me, I would love to have. I would love to have at least. an I mean, if this had LTE in it, it would seem like a really interesting phone. Again, like you were saying, it is sort of like the Nexus Four, the story of American carriers. I mean, you know, someone pointed out. I forget who was talking. Maybe it was someone on the Verge. I forget. They were saying something like, "Why, you know, we live in the land of the free, right? But these phones can't. You know, this capitalism. These phones can't compete because the carriers are so locked down." and they want to control everything that we do. And I and bet that
2: all goes back to the original Ma Bells and like how that whole model, how, how communications and states have been like, give us tax breaks and we'll lay pipe here you and know, this it, and that.
3: Because this state's phone has to go to China to actually compete in a free market. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. What about what's going on in the United States? Anyways, so that, I, that to me, this is the phone of the moment for the story of, you know, this looks like a really great phone. I Again, mean, I don't know if it has LTE in it or not. But it's phone it of the
2: moment if you live in China and can get one.
3: Yeah, and I would love it if it, if you could put an LTE chip in this and just buy it and carry your and
2: one then through. send I it to me. That I would love that if you put an LTE chip in it for Verizon and then send it to me. That would be great.
0: I was say, why can't they make it like the uh, the uh, Nexus Four where you could buy it and put it on T-Mobile or AT T get the HSPA plus?
3: I don't know. I don't know. That would be a good answer. That would be a good question to ask. Maybe because they thought that that market is so small, that it wasn't worth you know the money to put in that other radio. They decided they would just put China band. I thought know. that you said that the um, you know, they were keeping out. it all
1: stock. So maybe that's the problem. Maybe maybe the two GSM carriers AT and T Mobile didn't want to you know they don't they don't have as much clout behind them perhaps as Google did. So they don't want to carry you know their devices or make their devices make those devices available uh for all the technologies do on the network like HSBA plus
2: Do you think it's possible that there is some sort of fatigue there because there are so many Android phones and maybe like we're excited because it's a new manufacturer it's Vizio it, this is kind of cool but maybe they don't really care about that they don't see it that way they're just like it's another Android phone we have a billion of them uh no it's stock forget it no and you know they just move on to the next, and they don't even give it a second thought.
0: The last couple phones I've looked at buying, I had to get internationally, um, and then they work on the networks here. I, I just, I'm just, I wonder. If maybe you still can get them. Maybe we'll be able to get it um, internationally and have it work on the local networks. Yeah, know, it's still pretty new. I'd like to, to see what the price is for a Visio phone.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of hoping that they're closer to the Nexus Four in price. Like, I'd, I'd love to see that price point. You know. Well, based on Vizio, for other phones. I mean,
2: if, if you base that on Vizio's past in the market, we would say that it's going to be right there at least. If not, maybe even a little well, cheaper, maybe 150 Who knows?
3: Well, you know, no, it's not going to be that cheap because, you know, their Ultrabooks are are not cheap, pretty super cheap. I mean, they're sort of this mid-range between super cheap and then Apple. They're trying to cover this, like, value proposition where it's nicely designed, good quality, but it's not, you know, it's not like Acer. They're trying to be the step up from Acer.
2: Now this, Seth, or, this article says that Vizio gets back in the phone game. So that kind of says that they were once in the phone game. Do you, can you think of it? I don't know. I don't know what they had before. The Vizio phone? I can't even think of well, seeing one.
1: In the in the article it says two years ago they came to CES and announced the Vizio phone, which, oh, so which it died. Just, so they're probably saying they, right. they announced this back then, it died, and now they're coming back.
2: It's funny that it says it died at the hands of American carrier politics. Like, go figure. Dun, dun. And what happened this time? Huh, same thing, weird. Yeah.
0: I'd like to see Vizio come out with a full line of desk and car docks up front. Uh, instead of, you know, like the Nexus 7, I'm still waiting for a desk dock.
2: The Nexus 10, <laughs> I'm still waiting for
0: a dock also. You just got it, though. That doesn't count.
2: No, but it My was ordered. it was ordered at the same time. That does count. Matt, that
1: is a big failure on Google's part. They should have had these accessories available, just like how the bumper
2: was available for the Nexus 4 on launch, kind of. If you could get them, you just think a company that big, like you, maybe, and then maybe they didn't make. I I don't know. It just seems Mm -hmm. that they they have the resources to make as many as they want. You know, like we could drown you in these if we wanted to. They have the technology. We have the technology.
3: Hey, Matt, how do you like the Nexus 10?
2: Since I've gotten the Nexus 10, I haven't touched my Transformer Prime. Uh, it's awesome. I, I like it. One thing I am noticing, and I don't know, I'll have to go back to the Prime and play uh, Dead Trigger, but you guys remember on the Nintendo, like the original Nintendo, when you played Zelda and there were too many Octo Rocks on the screen, it would lag until you removed some of them? It does that on Dead Trigger. When there's too many zombies, you get that old school, uh, maybe it's slow-mo, maybe it's a feature, <laughs> but it seems like crappy, <laughs> crappy lag to me. But I thought you were going to say if it doesn't turn on, you have to blow in it. <laughs> I was very confused. No, we're not talking about your... All right. Uh, uh, it's cool, though. Right. Other than that, I really like that the speakers are in front instead of in back, because on the Prime, I always found myself, my hands, like, covering the speaker, and then it just... And I know you're supposed to use headphones for games, but, you know, I don't.
3: Hey, Matt, does that Nexus 10 have that quad-core Qualcomm?
2: Uh, that's a good question. I, honestly, I haven't even, like, looked or messed with rooting or any of that. I've just been playing games on it.
3: That would surprise me <laughs> if the quad-core Qualcomm is stuttering... But I guess that's a lot of pixels to drive, isn't
2: it? Right, this screen, that's the other thing, like here I'll, I don't know if you'll how well you'll be able to see this, but if you crank the screen brightness up all the way, it is the most vivid looking, like even if you put it next to the Prime and crank the Prime up all the way with the uh what do they call that? Something PS Plus. IPS plus. Yeah, right. If you turn that on, uh it's like this is just I don't know, it's hard to see through the camera, but it is amazingly clear. It's you know Matt, clear.
1: I kind of feel like the because Melissa has just the other night uh she was doing stuff on her Nexus ten and she was saying that she showed me how sometimes it'll stutter or like kind of freeze for a second, hmm. so I wonder if it's actually like an operating system problem
2: that could very well be also, and like we, I, I have Nexus seven
1: experience problems like that when when it went to four dot two as well
2: right, and see I'm still on four one two on. My prime and my phone. So I haven't even run. This is the first four two device I've run, and I, I gotta say I do. I don't want to do like a whole review here, but the way they moved your notification on one side there, and then your other notification on this side, I really like that because oh, the I way you hold so it, you hate it. The way you hold it, yes. it's it's right where your two thumbs are. It's so perfect. You have left. Uh, this is hard to see. You have left, and you have right. You have. I don't know. I think that's great. I
1: like the way they implemented it I on hated the phone it. I because it. it just, it's all one screen and you just have a little button that swaps it. Oh between yeah. See, I haven't used it on
2: the phone yet. And the other thing I don't like though, is that they moved the, the home stuff into the middle because I was used to the prime and it's, you know, it's right here on the, on the corner. And so I keep like reaching down for the corner and there's nothing there. I'm like, oh yeah, it's in the middle now. That's kind of annoying, but other than that, I I really like it. Four point two seems great, other than yeah, and that very well could be Dead Trigger. That could be the games, but uh, it does that in Nova Three. It does that in Dead Trigger. Uh, those are really the only Shadowgun Dead Zone's pretty smooth. So, but you, the, again, you're not playing with that many things on the screen at once, so it, it could just be that. But awesome, awesome it, device. You say
0: even sure. even MacBook Pros, the Retinas, you'll occasionally see. Which I think actually had I think my MacBook has the same number of pixels as your uh, tablet. Um, you will even see lag even on a desktop. So there's just lag when you drive that many pixels here and there. There's just no way around it. It's just a graphics thing? Yeah, I mean, just the way that... I mean, the, I, the iPad 3, that was a complaint that people had before they souped it up to the latest... Um, is that something exactly. that could be
2: fixed in software, though? That this could get better, and we'll see it get better.
0: I don't know. I mean, it probably end up being a hardware or or better power management. But I, all I'm saying is, it's not. I, this could get. You know, the anti Android blogs will be would take that comment and say, "See, still stutter even on four cores. Uh, but when you drive 90 pixels on a Retina display, there's lag here and there on every." class of machine it
2: would be interesting um, to like have a like a side-by-side comparison of like the newest ipad the 10 the prime and all that and see like how they all do it because i bet i guarantee they all will do it
3: sure what does the Nexus cost? oh it's 399, $399 for the 16
1: yeah, for the 8 gig and and it's or i'm sorry 16 gig and then it's 499 i think for the 32 gig did you say
3: 399
1: 399 and 499 yep
3: what is that? What does the iPad cost? Is it the same price as the iPad then, basically?
2: I don't know. Because the
1: Prime was the like
3: five
2: hundred was... when it first came out. It was quite pricey. Plus, if you got the dock for it, like you could almost spend probably eight, nine hundred bucks on that thing.
0: Yeah, mm. but I, th- I think it's cheaper. It's cheaper than the iPad. I think it's okay.
1: $100 cheaper, isn't it, like, spec for spec? It's like iPad mini okay. rage
0: actually.
2: And there's definitely something to be said okay. about not having a metallic back. Like, this is nice feeling and grippy, mm-hmm. and the aluminum is just cold and robotic and oh. unemotional. <laughs> you, can can't, you can't GPS. snuggle with your Prime. You can I can't. With your you can snuggle, especially once you get, you know, a few games going, thing heats up a little bit. It's, like, alive. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, so tell me, Eric. Tell me about your Prime. You had a, what were we talking about earlier? Oh yeah.
1: So, I've been I've been toying around with possibly selling my Prime because I have the Nexus Seven. I have my my Nexus Four. Like I really don't use my Prime that much, or at least I didn't uh, until I installed um, a new ROM on it, and it's I think it's called like Androw Wook or something like that. Oh yeah, the and, uh, one. It's great.
2: That guy makes it, good stuff. Like, he isn't Wookie the one that made that uh, debug FS thing for the G Ooh, I don't know. Is that on Whoever's XDA? doing it
1: though did a great job. It's it's based on the ace AS- on the latest ASUS build, um, which I'm I'm happy to go back to. You know, I didn't mind ASUS's you know build, um, but it is it's smooth again. Like it's it's really snappy. I I actually am starting to use my Prime again. Uh, to the chagrin of my wife, who was really happy
2: that I was going to sell it. But, <laughs> I don't know. USM was... in on on the, the Google Plus feed, he says, I have some problems with my Nexus S. Can you respond? <laughs> yes. What? Yes, Khaled. What are your problems? <laughs> anyway, I, I just saw that. Tell us oh, your woes. Just a random comment on the Hangout. I thought that was cool. That's What, good. what are your Nexus S woes, Khaled? Tell us. So, was there anything wow. else at CES that we wanted to talk about Android related? Because I know there was quite a bit of stories about rice cookers and Android and the Internet of Things, and I, I don't know. We've seen this a little bit with the Galaxy camera. With uh, who was the other one that tried to do the camera that totally bombed? Uh, Nikon or no? Who was it? The one that does cool pics. Is that Nikon? Ooh, but Nikon, yeah. yeah it's Nikon. Okay. Didn't they they did an Android phone? and It was just garbage because they had like the worst Android OS on it. I don't remember that one. What? How long ago was this? I'll tell you. But tell me about the rice cookers, Eric. I I
1: don't know. I'm looking. I'm really excited about this because you know what? I eat a lot of rice. Me? So
2: as do I. This would be great. And then we're seeing Polaroid coming out with one also wanting to to remain relevant. Yeah, it was the Nikon Coolpix. A S eight hundred C, and it was just a terrible phone. This was a this was or a, a phone. It was with a, a camera. Nice camera it this was, was, a, was camera. a camera. Nikon Coolpix S eight hundred C camera. Mm. That was also no, an Android smart device, but it was running like some gross version of Froyo <laughs> or something. I don't it's know. Like it Inclair. was it was terrible.
1: Oh
2: jeez. Yeah i i I'm sad to say i haven't
1: I haven't been able to follow much of CES um, this year. But the rice
2: cooker thing did intrigue me. And I'm looking for a right now. I can't find one. It's refrigerators, uh, Royal Philips Electronics Envy's Pico nope. Picks pocket projector, and LG Electronics Smart
3: Thing refrigerators. Uh, it, th- what, Seth? Matt, you know, the thing that we should talk about is Project Shield from NVIDIA.
2: Yeah, we'll get to that next, but I want to talk about rice cookers. How can Android in the kitchen just make your life amazing? Whoa. That yeah. is $600 for a rice cooker. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Whoa. I would,
1: I would love it if they made a refrigerator with a glass back, though. I think that'd be cool. Right? And that then, you could just like, see
2: all the gross stuff in your refrigerator? Swipe for milk. <laughs> that would be awesome. And then if it, like, just cooked for you, because it has the recipes, right? It has internet connectivity. It can obviously, if it could somehow cook for you, we'd have that thing from the Jetsons, and I will patent it. Or you give it a recipe, and it just, like, picks everything out. No, because it knows you. Google is all about intuiting what you want. It knows what I'm going to want to eat tonight, and it's going to have it ready by the time I get home, or else it's going to get a black eye. Here you go. Here's your Hot (laughs) Pocket, sir. Here's your Hot Pocket. I know you, and honestly, you have ramen and Hot Pockets, so I went with Hot Pockets. You're welcome. You saved $3 this week. Looked like you needed protein. (laughs) You're looking pale. (laughs) <laughs> okay, this is anyway, off the rails. Okay, so what's, yeah, what's the this, NVIDIA... What's this NVIDIA thing? Project Shield looked really interesting too. A Tegra 4-powered Android gaming handheld device. It kind so of reminds me of the wiki thing that we talked about a while ago. The gaming tablet. So what did
3: Eric? Have you seen this, Eric,
1: or not? I saw I saw a picture of it. Um, I'm yes, looking for the, I'm looking like for a the story now. It, I was underwhelmed, I have to say. <laughs>
3: a little yeah, underwhelmed. So, so for people who don't know what it is, think of an Xbox controller. And then think of a 720, a 5-inch 720p screen that pops up from it. It's and just so, like
2: that tablet we talked about. It had the controller built into the thing, but it was wicked expensive. The wiki. Yeah, this is going to be really expensive. Wiki pad so or something. So what it is,
3: it's got the new, it's, it doesn't have the, the next. The new NVIDIA 4, the new NVIDIA chip in it. Is that what it's got, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's got the new, whatever, Tegra 4, right? So it's going to be this huge power for chip. And then it's supposed to be a pretty nice controller, and the idea is to play your games. Remember, do you guys remember the uh, Sony, what was that, Xperia Play?
2: Yeah, the girl at my yeah. work has one of those.
3: That yeah, phone, no with the, the phone no one likes. The phone with the controller? It's sort of like that, but instead of making a phone that was a, uh, also a controller, they made a controller that was also like a, an email machine, I mean, where you can actually do email stuff with it. Um, so the idea is. So I mean in and of itself that's semi interesting, right? This idea of you know, this idea of game of making the gaming the most important part of the Why though device,
2: right? it's so. only it's not interesting to me because why why don't you just have your tablet and a Bluetooth controller? Like it seems it seems weird that you're you're buying this one specialized device that all you can do on it is play games when you have a tablet that plays games and does all this other stuff and all you need is a controller for it. Like, that's why well, I, so
3: I think here's their answer to that. Um, their answer is the other functionalities, which is which are you can stream it to your television. Right. So then you can play your game on your television and still use your controller as like the Android hub. That's one thing they want to say. Oh, right? like so, HDMI
2: so out on your other devices. I, I don't know. I get that's not wireless. And that would be cool yeah, to have no, a I, wireless I, HDMI out. If you could make HDMI wireless, yeah. that would be perfect.
3: Is that I still not quite understand this, but there's somehow they're connecting it with Steam, and then you can play your Steam big you can stream your Steam big picture mode games to your computer or to your TV and then use your controller to play them. So it's, okay, like, you just, it's almost
1: like, you just won me over.
3: That is cool. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, and wow. so there's somehow it's connecting with Steam. And allows you to stream your Steam game, at least the ones that are big picture compatible, to your TV and then play it with that remote.
2: Do you think this, like this, had anything to do with the how successful the Ouya was on their Kickstarter and Nvidia seeing like?
3: Well, they they've said these guys have been doing it for six, no, five years or three years or something like that. So hmm. they're trying to say no to that question, but I'm guessing it does have something to do with it. Yes.
2: It would be cool if it had support for that. If you could beam your Ouya console, if if your friends had one of these and they would just use that for their controller instead of the Ouya controller so that you brought your character stats, your game stats with you because it's your... Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know how that would work, but... It would work, and it would work perfectly.
3: I I mean, I think it's interesting for people who have invested a fair amount of money in the Android ecosystem to start thinking new ways to bring their gaming away from just their four inch tablets or their four inch screens or seven inch screens to big screens with new interesting controller interfaces. I don't know. I think it's interesting, although I think like Eric said or someone said, it's gonna be really expensive. I mean think of it, you're gonna pay for a chip. I mean it's got everything a phone has in it except a radio basically. And then it has all these other things and a controller attached. So I'm guessing it's gonna be what, five, six hundred bucks?
2: How big is this? Yeah, it looks like a Game Boy on the picture. Like, how big is this thing going to be? Like, are you going to be gaming, or is the point not to game on the little screen unless you're mobile, well, but to beam inch, it to it's a, a five TV inch
3: screen? If I remember right, so it's a decently sized screen. It's like a Vizio phone, you know. 720p, yeah, 720p, uh, five-inch screen.
2: That's interesting. It will be.
3: And it runs stock Android. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it, I could see this being interesting. The problem. Is like I said, I can't see this. I mean, I would be amazed if it came in at four hundred. I would be not surprised if it came in at five hundred, or yeah, I would think probably the, be around five hundred. The Wikipad
2: price point was about. Wasn't it six hundred dollars? It was five hundred. Was it five yeah. hundred? I thought. I remember talking about it just being crazy expensive. Oh, it's and that's, Matt? that's an Nvidia Tegra three that's powering that if you go to wikipad.com, it's this was one of the first it's not the first we talked about another one before this but this was the second gaming tablet console that we talked about on the show but it was it had a high price point we were like that's i'd rather just get my bluetooth controller or whatever but yeah it's it's intriguing and having stuff like this like when we first had these devices a lot of the games weren't like console games they weren't sure how the controls would work and i mean it works okay on the touchscreen but i think having the built-in controller will open that up and especially with the ouya having controllers in that interface would be better for developers to make more console like games instead of just casual seth totally dropped his phone (laughs) instead of these casual you know angry bird games yeah I want to see more Shadowgun Dead Zone, more Dead Triggers, stuff like that. More Novas. Those games are great.
0: i just like to say, I think the whole movement toward touch, replacing keyboards and mice and all that, uh, is going to come back and be a... People are going to look at it as a big mistake in the sense that other than browsing the web, um, I just don't think touch is that great interface for most things, for gaming, for getting work done, for typing. Um I, I think you need a controller. I'm just I don't think there's any way. I don't know if you, any of you guys play first-person shooters or anything like Skyrim. You could play that with touch. Can That's what I'm do?
2: playing on the tablet. Dead Trigger, the Shadowgun. Those are all like third first-person shooter games, and it's it's not as precise and as using a mouse. Granted, but the more you do it, like the more you can totally just pwn kids left and right in that game. It's it's awesome.
0: Yeah, but everything's bad about it. It's it's the, it's inaccurate. You're in a terrible position when I game, right? Your attitude is bad I'm, about. I'm it, like, okay. No, 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 no. If you want to game for a long time, hunched over on a little screen, of your your hands is a Dude, terrible game. I, I game for the experience. last
2: week straight when I didn't have to go to work on yeah. my couch with my tablet, just loving life.
0: No yeah, problem. And 5 years when you have RSI, will oh, be uh, oh,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you.
2: Okay. We're
0: going to have a whole nation of hunchbacks after... Well, I hope by the time
2: that happens, we have enough listeners that they can support me for a change, okay? I I hope that when I'm old and decrepit and hunched over my tablet because I can't see because it burned my retinas out.
0: (laughs) You see those little old ladies push the shopping carts like this? They used to be be
2: tablet gamers. Those old ladies were tablet gamers. And now look. Is that what you, See, wanted? you wanted? Hey to tweens, that? look at what happened to them. That's right. Watch out. So, and there's some updates about it. Just that Nvidia says it's in the beta stage of development. Uh, there's no LTE radio, and it's Wi-Fi only. But it is running Jelly Bean, and they expect it to ship in quarter two of 2013. No word on the pricing, of course. I
3: mean, so here's the deal, Matt. I mean like if someone were to give this to me I think I would use it a lot I think I would really have fun with it I think I'd put it in my backpack oh, for sure. on Once in a while And play it The problem is Is I don't think the value proposition is there To make me want to spend 300, 300. Exactly. I don't think I'd want to spend 100 Or 200 on this I mean you know what I mean that, I don't think I would I think I would use it a fair amount but Well I don't that think depends
2: like how, how much into this kind of gaming are you
3: Yeah, not that much, but I would like it. I think I'd like to do it more, but I'm not, yeah.
2: (laughs) I think I want to get more into playing computer games. That's funny. We have kids going to rehab for computer games, and you just want to get into it.
3: I mean, here's the the main problem with that is, I mean, if I'm going to play a computer game, like Shane was saying, I'm going to sit down on my computer and play a real computer game. I mean, and then... Not that Jet Trigger is not a real computer game, but I'm going to use the mouse and I'm going to use all that stuff because I like it a lot more. No, better. and
2: it's really not because on my computer game, on like Half-Life 2, it's not telling me to buy with real money better right. weapons so that I can beat the right. game, you know? So it, it is – there's still this riff there. But if I could get yeah. Half-Life 2 on my tablet, that would be awesome.
0: Yeah. Steam, I mean, make it happen. You can't with OnLive? OnLive, is that still
3: going? Uh, I don't know. I never used that.
0: I don't know if they, they started like, back shut. up again. They, they had,
3: like, did that bankruptcy thing. You know, the other thing, Matt, which is really, which is semi-interesting, is, you know, Steam is releasing their own hardware now. That so it I would it'd be fascinated if Steam would somehow be able to tie in, like, a Google Play Store with a big picture. Anyways, uh, it would seem like if Steam and Android were to team up in some way,
2: oh, yeah, be that huge. it would be, like, unstoppable. Like, if the Play Store had a section for console games and Steam was powering that, that would be so huge. Especially for the OUYA. Warp, like, on this? Especially when the OUYA comes out. Yeah. And especially for the more, I mean, this is what, the third gaming, quote quote, unquote, gaming tablet we've seen now? So the more that these come like, out.
3: Yeah, or for instance, Matt, like you were saying, if you could get a Steam box, which is, you know, they actually just released a bunch of new information about this this week. They're, it's going to be called, like, Piston or something like that. I would call it The Pile. yeah. But, I mean, like, if Steam were able to run – if they were to create a software, I mean, a hardware system that could run, like, both Android and Steam games or something like that, because the new Steam box is going to be based on Linux, they were saying, which seems like that's close to Android. And so if you could find something that could run both of those, I mean, I would buy that in a heartbeat.
2: Okay, we have an update from our listener, USM Khaled, in in the Hangout here. He says, I'm using AOKP JB Plus Air Kernel on my Nexus S. Okay? We get we good okay, uh, the problem is it won't overclock. I tried other ROMs and kernel combos too, but the same. Uh, AOKP plus air kernel gives a very good battery time. Any any anything you guys can think of why it won't overclock? Did you did you do a full wipe or did you just do a dirty install? Because if you didn't do a full wipe, I would definitely go back and do that because that's usually the first thing when you're doing custom ROMs that will. Cause you massive problems, especially if you're switching uh, from kernels and different ROMs. And anybody else has anybody used AOKPJP Plus Air Kernel?
1: I have not. I mean, I would I would do what you're saying. Make sure you do a full wipe. Um, he said he's tried other kernel combinations though too. Um, I would make
2: sure that the kernel actually supports, you know, overclocking. Can you? The, it is possible to overclock the Nexus S, right? I mean, you can overclock yeah. any of these, so it's not something that's yeah. locked in there. Once you root it and put a custom ROM on, you should be
3: able to. So, or why? Or maybe he tries a different custom ROM with a different kernel and see if that's. Or maybe, maybe he likes the A-K-P stuff, but maybe you know,
2: maybe he forgot to check the box that says keep these settings at boot, and when he reboots, it's not overclocked again. So you might want to check that if you're rebooting. That, that's a simple, I mean, it's a dumb thing, but I've done that before. You know, like, why is this at 1,000? It should be at 1,500. Oh, yeah, the check the box, dummy.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, just if, just if you want to just think about it, I mean, if he tries a different ROM and is able to overclock, then he knows it's on the software side, right? Right. And that's something on the hardware. So maybe he should try, I don't know, I'm sure Cyanogen has a, something for Nexus S, right? So why he right. maybe he should try that. Do a, clear, do a full wipe. Put the, all that new kernel in and stuff like that. See if and you can that. It depends and on the ROM, can. but
2: I've had the best luck using the kernel for the ROM. Not, like, installing CyanogenMod and then using a different kernel with it. I mean, right. I did with with uh, the EOS ROM because there were a bunch of different kernels and the one that came with it didn't work well, but for the most part, you want to use the kernel that comes with it, you would think. It's also just... Yeah, that's all I can think of. Just some stuff to try. And, and honestly, like... Troubleshooting this during a show is probably not the easiest way to do it, but if you want to hook up after the show and like we can do this more real time, though that, that would probably work better. We will. Cool question. Well, I mean, sure. we're gonna
1: have a Google Plus community soon, right? Yeah, just there get on you go. there and we'll you can all just chat.
2: join the community, and then we can right. we can have a little section in there for help. I bricked my phone.
4: <laughs> help! Help me!
2: All right. Well, what else? There was these Android tablets for kids that looked kind of interesting. Little Play School Android tablet. I don't know. My, I, I'm an uncle now, so like I'm hey, seeing these things differently, which is weird. I don't
3: know. I have I have a thought about this for a second. So you know, for Chris's, I helped. I've got a bunch of nieces and nephews, and I helped them set up. Uh, I probably I've known. Okay, this is terrible. I don't know how old they are. Uh, I don't know. Somewhere between kindergarten and third grade are the, the nice. older ones. I got Kindle Fires. <laughs> You're a horrible
1: what uncle. <laughs> what? I don't know, they are they're young. They're like
2: in junior high or college or preschool or something. I don't know.
3: There are multiple of them, so if you tie them all together, I think the girls are in kindergarten and the whole oldest boy is in third grade or something. It's okay, like, uh,
2: anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so they
3: got kindle fires and then uh, the young my littlest, the little the youngest ones got leapsters. You know what those are? They're like tablets for, like, little kids. But so yeah. here's the thing I was really interested in is, um, for Android, you know, Kindle Fire, I mean, although it's different, I whatever, but the apps are, like, $0.99 cents or the really good ones are, like, two ninety nine, right? But for Leapster, the cheapest app was $10 and, like, the good ones are, like, 20 or $25. It's, like, Game Boy games. And so it was just really interesting to think about, boy, if I were to buy my kid a tablet, I probably would just buy them a stock Android tablet, get the cheap games, and then... Uh, rather than paying $25 for each Leapster game. Anyways, that's or, my thought on the Teg-
2: Or you could yeah. check out the one that, that they showed at CES, the Nobby XD. This thing's got a Tegra 3 in it. It's a 10.1-inch. It's got, like, nice white and red plastic on it. Like, it looks like a play School thing. Front and back cameras. Uh, and it's 249 for 16 gig and 349 for 32 gig. It's like a Prime for your baby. It's a baby Prime. This is the baby Prime. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wouldn't you just get them a Nexus 7 in a nice case? Like, unless, a, like a nice case meaning like something that
2: will protect it? Unless you're a jerk. Well, th- Eric,
1: the thing you... is,
3: is uh, Amazon's Kindle has pretty decent parent- parental controls. And they're going to get better at it They're the Promising Kindles too.
2: And that's what this says. One of the main things is like it's tailored for fun, education, and parental control.
3: Mm. oh yeah that That sounds
2: great
1: your kids are clamoring for the fun and educational tablet right and if you
2: need more parental control (laughs) why does the kid need a calendar right so he can (laughs) so he knows what where where you're at (laughs) i don't know if i had a calendar when i was a kid i i would have had like all my classes and i don't know i I would have been way more organized than i am
1: this this tablet looks really safe Here's a calendar. Here's Skype. Here's Twitter. And here's the so internet. Enjoy,
2: child. Here's the Skype internet. Skype with strangers. <laughs> strangers from India. <laughs> this is this is not good. Oh goodness. Oh, so, my that's kind of cool. And I mean, we're, we're going to see a ton more of these. And there's a Nabi Junior for like a hundred and thirty bucks.
4: That one looks kind of uh, weird,
2: so, though. The Attack of the Android Nation should get one for my little nephew, Cooper, now. That would oh. be awesome. Actually, my brother would be so mad because he's all about Apple. He's, like, such an Apple fanboy. It's so terrible. <laughs> we <laughs> should get him one of these. He'd be
1: Hey, guys, can we go back to gaming real quick? Because I'm just i curious if you guys looked at all those screenshots from the Ouya developer console unboxing. Oh, yeah,
2: let's talk about that. And I'm not a big fan of video. unboxings because they're lame, but this thing is cool for sure.
3: Hey, Eric, you know, The Verge, just so you know, The Verge has a video up of them actually playing with it.
2: Hey, Seth, do you work for The Verge or have stock in The Verge? Because <laughs> you sure... And I know, they're great. They are great. And they have, like, 80 people at CES covering it
3: right now. But, like...
2: No. You are just no, all about.
3: they are my Google Reader. I've got like TechCrunch. Although I'm going to get rid of them soon. I've got like TechCrunch, them, Android Police, and they're basically and then like
1: <laughs> Ars Technica,
3: and that's why because I go through my Google Reader and I see stories and they're usually the best. I got rid of Engadget a long time ago. Yeah.
2: Well, they're more in depth, it seems like. Like the end gadget, I still have all that gizmodo and get just because I have all of this in a feed. But they always seem good just for like real quick, like when I'm on the potty, <laughs> like I'll read some end gadget. But then, like, if I want to sit down at my study with my glasses and my tea, I'm going to read some Verge, you know? It's just how it is.
1: <laughs>
2: all right, what, Eric? What, what were we saying? I,
1: I don't know. I just thought it looked cool. I'm excited. I can't wait to get mine. I, I think it's I think it's gonna be nice. I'm I wish that I would have had the money to get the dev version of it because I did, just wanna
2: did play you with the stupid thing now. Did you just pre order then? 'Cause the pre or did you do the kickstarter? I did the
1: Kickstarter. Oh. So, so you should I, be getting I'm gonna yours. get like the special brown color brushed metal aluminum. I don't know. Oh, but you didn't get nice. the
2: developer. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did, but, did um, anybody else? Shane, did you get a Ouya? Did you kick in on that?
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm at the stage where I get I got just got to reserve my username a few weeks ago, so whatever. So you'll be getting yours is,
2: probably in a like, month or so.
0: I don't know.
1: They said March, and it's still showing March, so I'm hoping that if you did uh, Kickstarter, that you get it. I think you're supposed to get it like a month or two before they're available elsewhere.
2: And you know, aren't it the shows up and shows up. Isn't Google Glass supposed to be getting out to those, didn't they say January? If you got one of the cubes there. I check
1: eBay on a weekly basis. I would sell a kidney. <laughs> At this point I would sell a kidney for that. All we have to do,
0: Is check it, this out. Isn't that legal in Thailand? Or Burma, wherever you are? <laughs>
1: Tyler. it doesn't I, I i could find somebody
2: we should use <laughs> eric from that burmese rum eric we need to use your resources and go on a mission impossible and break into the twit cottage and just take some google glass <laughs> just we could do it. it that would be so funny and then on the brick wall just like aota was here that's <laughs> right taking it Man, back it was- to the streets
0: I have to admit, I was tempted to get the Google glasses, but I also spent a lot of money to never need to wear glasses. So
2: <laughs> doesn't that defeat them? How about some Google contact lens? That would be better. Were you at I/O this past year, Shane?
0: No, but I could have gotten one. Oh, okay.
2: Well, he knows people. Well, he me. did. Shane did Shane punch the people. monkey. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but this is the guy behind Punch the Monkey. He knows people. Tree loot. Uh,
0: Yep. what is punch the monkey oh my god oh, how young oh, are you oh sad <laughs> oh sad <Seth. you. laughs> oh, it's the most famous internet banner of all infamous banner of all time that defined a generation of banner advertising from about did 1999 that it was the reason for ad blockers dude come on <laughs> it worked that's the only reason we, we did it does it work? Trial and error. That it did. I had that poor monkey. Wait. After you punched him too. You did that or not? No, I that I were that was the, that was my company. I did I did the game behind TreeLoop dot com. Oh okay. And that, that was the banner to advertise for it. Cool. Which we had to we had to worry about it being called gambling at the time. Actually.
2: Is it funny that we have this guy and like our site has like no ads on? We should be raking in the bucks. What's up? <laughs>
1: Uh, a- punch the android i'm out of the, the apples now
0: i'm on a new game
1: uh, like a little flash game where you just throw apples at an android robot that eats
2: them that'd be awesome <laughs> after the punch the monkey thing shane went on a missionary to the mountains and came back a a more zen monk and now he doesn't do anything with ads
0: I am actually responsible for so much annoying advertising on the internet that it's, it's a good thing my name isn't really behind most.
2: Of <laughs> right. It's a good thing Shane Brady isn't really his name. <laughs> All hey, right, uh, let's we'll – let, did you guys have anything else f-
3: before we do app Did picks? you actually buy Ouya? Who actually bought this Ouya? I did.
2: I'm expecting one in the mail for me. I don't know. Did anyone get me one?
3: Is it an HDMI out? Is that what's on here, or what is in this thing? Shane, tell Seth about the OUYA. Uh,
0: I actually didn't really look. I just bought it.
2: <laughs> it's a gaming I was, I was console. A support, it's a Prime. It's a Transformer Prime in a box.
3: Wait, that hold what's, the,
2: what's the question? I was distracted.
1: It has
3: HDMI out. Is that how it gets your, your TV screen, or what's it do?
1: Yeah, it has HDMI out. I think it's powered via micro USB. Um, it has uh, a USB port
2: um ethernet and i don't i think eric i think you're forgetting the most important feature of the ouya is that they got the nintendo 64 it's running running nintendo 64 stuff and you know what that means james freaking bond on the ouya come on (laughs) do you remember that that was the best multiplayer (laughs) game of all time uh the one of well, I won't go that far. Yeah, well, yeah, not of all time. But man, yeah, back in the day that was a... was improved upon. I have spent so many hours with friends just playing that game on big TV, so you each had your own little TV. It was kind of cool. Yeah. This looks great. And Sonic 4, they were showing uh Ouya,
1: you know, playing Sonic this I guess the Sonic 4 app um, through and it looks it looks wonderful. I'm I'm very excited to to get this console. Yeah, I was playing... And it's in- so small, too. The PS3 and Xbox, like, they're all huge. This is just a little small device
2: that'll sit next to my Nexus Q. And the best thing, though, like, Android apps. I mean, Netflix. You have, like, all of that stuff there. And video players, which means you can torrent movies all day and play them on your ooh, yeah! I mean, come on. This thing is the best. Open source yeah. for the win.
1: Shane, do you think that this is going to replace your Google TV, your, uh, your Hisense that you just got?
0: Um, I don't know, because there's no on live player for it, so I can't play it. But I, 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 I can actually do a review on this, but the Hisense Google TV uh, is actually pretty good. So um, I don't know. We'll see. Mm. I'll, I'll have to think about it.
1: Not Not to... Not to get off too far on the subject, but I, my wife bought me actually yeah that's what she that's one of the Google things she bought me this Christmas she got me a Google TV and I have the I had the Logitech review which sucked so bad so I sent sure. it back and I got the Hisense. Um I have to say I'm I'm overall just underwhelmed by Google TV it's it's quite depressing it seems like a like they've they missed out
2: on a lot of opportunities with it. Do you think devices uh-huh. like the Ouya and whatever comes out after that? I mean, I'm sure we're going to see lots of these things in the near future. Will that add to that Google TV thing, or will you just not even need one? You'll just need a dumb screen that these little micro consoles can power, right? Well, there's a
1: rumor that there's a rumor that uh, I don't know if it came out in CES yet, but that. Asus and Google were making like a Nexus Google TV that they were going to announce. I mean, something like that could be compelling. It's just that when you when you boot up Google TV, the version of Android that you have, it's not the exact same as it's not like it's not Jelly Bean. It's not ice cream sandwich. Like it's not even the same thing. It's weird.
0: I don't know. Eric, dead box that they released what I think was actually the Asus Cube with a Q um, uh-huh. not a Nexus device the rumors really? but I actually wrote up an article that I hope to get published soon saying why Google TV Google needs to do the the uh, Nexus treatment to the Google TV because I mean it's okay and some of the things work really well but it's it's underwhelming why didn't they what what what
2: was it that's, that made them not? That that seems like a no-brainer, right? They've had great success with the Nexus devices. Like, why did you have to make it? What about the hardware or, like, what about – what is it that, that had to be different? Just the size?
0: So, well, I think if you think about, though, only in the last seven months has Google had – Wide ranging success That's with the Nexus program. True. right? That's a good Nexus point. Seven, Nexus. You know, all those are big sellers, right? So maybe they will do a Nexus Google TV, but um, um, they just haven't gotten around to it. I, I don't know. It it's disappointing because you see so much potential there, and they're just not doing a whole lot with it. Um, I, I don't know. Um, you know, so there, and it's kind of a mess of content. You know, certain. Co- do you guys know that, I don't know if you guys, do you guys, any of you guys use Hulu? No. So you have, to have, you have to have content licensed differently for your laptop and for your console. So Hulu Plus can't show movies on the Google TV because they're not licensed to stream it on the Google TV, but you can watch it on a desktop. I mean, these type of stupid content arrangements are killing a lot of things. But it's it's kind of a – it is very underwhelming, Eric. Um, And if you had the Vizio co-star, you'd be even more underwhelmed. But um, it's underwhelming because you feel like there's potential there, and it's just not – Maybe they
2: should dump those and focus the resources from that onto making something for the Ouya or making their own TV with the Ouya built into it. That would be cool. It would be like that, that Project Shield, but a TV with controllers that came out of it. Yeah. You could put them inside, like, and then... Uh, I don't like, and pretty, and I don't I, like
0: building stuff right? inside TVs. Because I've been through three Google TVs in the last three months, and I didn't have to change my screen. It was real nice to be able to plug in and out. But you got to do something. But, uh, Matt, to that point, they're trying to really make YouTube a real destination for viewing content, and that does work really well on the Google TV, assuming you have bandwidth. Right.
2: Well, and these are like early iterations, so they will get better, we hope, or they'll get killed. <laughs> they'll either get killed off or they'll get better. Big pet peeve of mine,
1: though, is that you can't, like, with, if you're watching something through Google like Play Movies or TV, you can, you can download it to your device. There's no such mechanism on the Google TV. So you have to, it's like the it's like the Nexus Q in that you have to stream everything and watch it as you're streaming it versus just you know cache it and then watch it later, which is kind of annoying. Especially and when
0: you're honestly, Who I if that's a if that's a licensing issue or a technical problem? You just never know with these with these content arrangements. It's a consumer problem, uh, is what it is. Fix it. Yeah, I, I see what you mean, but um, I also think Google. It's not going for the market that has a 70 kilobit per second internet connection. They're assuming broadband everywhere. They're going to give
2: that market <laughs> gigabit internet one day. They're on a platter here with your Google TV. And like the, Google, yeah. Yeah, I've got, a bunch I've got of got the,
1: internet
3: I've, got, I've,
0: got, Eric, I've gotten to Google Fiber, Myanmar. and it is nice. i
3: heard Myanmar is the next. Uh, city for uh, Google Fiber, or the next country for Google Fiber, so you should look out for that.
2: Yeah, keep, up, keep us updated on that uh, high speed. <laughs> God, you! I hate you all. All right, so before we do app picks, we should do a little cr- a quick Christmas show and tell. Uh, my girlfriend does an Etsy store; that she makes hemp stuff on, and she like buys stuff from Etsy all the time. And she found this, which, if you're listening, this is a Lego Android whose head <laughs> spins and antennas awesome. move and his arms move. And yeah, I just thought that was awesome. I built this thing I like it. and I, it was fantastic. Uh, Eric, do you have something to show? Well, you can't really show because you're on Skype in Myanmar, but tell us what you got. Well, if you check out my, uh, if you check out my Google Plus feed, I, um,
1: I posted a picture right before the show of this USB hub that I found. Uh, basically, like I, I got a, I got a whole bunch of like Arduino, and I got like a Raspberry Pi for Christmas. So I'm doing some modding. So I go downtown. I, I find this street that just has a whole bunch of like weird little computer shops, and in one of these like hole in the wall shops, they had this Android USB hub. And this thing looks, it looks like the Android robot, like mated with an, an alien. alien,
2: the gray. It's got the, the gray, the, the eyes of the gray. On an Android, it's one? so awesome. Now I had to
1: pull it apart because, like the LED and stuff, like things were bent. So, like I had to fix, <laughs> I had to rebend things on the circuit board and put it back together. But it works. It works great, and it just sort of sits there and stares at me. It's it's like the poor man's Andrew charger.
2: Nice. And if you guys want, so do- I, I should mention if you guys want your own Lego Android, you can get it from AbbyDabbles dot com, and Abby Dabbles Ooh. has a an Etsy store. Okay, and the other thing, <laughs> these are from a shop called Skyrain Soap, and it's Little Android Soaps, and honestly, I kind of want to eat one because they smell like candy, but I know that it is not candy because it clearly it. says Green Glycerin Soap, so, but, oh, they look no, like just, Little Android Candy, Little Android Jolly That's just Ranchers. snooty talk for candy, I, eat it. Right, should I, should I try one? Little well, Android Jolly Ranchers, right? So I thought that was kind of cool. She found some cool Android stuff I never even would have thought of. But uh, Seth, do you get anything? Anything Androidy for for the holidays?
3: I got a Nexus Seven.
2: Nice, new Nexus Seven. Here's, it is what, what version here. is
3: it? a picture of Eric.
2: There it is. What's that? I said, there it is. That was the little Eric's little Android hub
0: thing. I think Eric wanted to know yeah. which model you got.
3: Yep. yep. So uh, I really like it. I'm a fan of the Nexus Is that the oh, new? The 32 gig. 32
2: gig, new one? That's so weird. I asked for a Nexus 7 because I had a 10-inch Hello. Prime, and I didn't get a Nexus 7, Hello? but I did get a 10. Yes, we hear you, Seth. You're lagging. See? I got Mama
4: loves
2: That's right. Mama just wanted my Prime. But the good thing about that is that there's no stable release for it oh, yet. Oh, okay. So, yes. So Mama can't have the Prime because she'll just fight with it and just bug the crap out of me, asking why it doesn't work. Are you on the new put, Nightly? Put Andrew look on this. It's because you're not on the new Nightly, Mom. Come on. <laughs> I spent how much on this thing and what? It doesn't work? Yes, Mom, that's how it's. what kernel works. are you running? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Colonel Sanders, come on. All right, uh, anything else before we do app picks? We got some great app picks this week. I don't know, Shane, did you get anything Android-y for Christmas?
0: Uh, just a Google TV that we already talked about.
2: That was oh, okay. your Christmas present? Did you get pissed and, like, throw it back in their face? Say, I don't oh, no,
0: it? I, I bought that for myself. People don't buy me gifts like that because um, I would think of it before know. they would. So. It sounds snooty but i don't, I don't know the way to put it
2: <laughs> no it to- it makes perfect sense. All my friends totally poor too. They wouldn't ever buy me anything like that. makes sense <laughs> all right uh app picks Eric, I know you've got an app pick
1: I do um so I was searching this site because I swear that i that I've done v as an app pick before um but if i if I didn't, then you know you get two app picks for the price of one so V players is a is a video and music player for Android and they have released a uh, a plugin that allows for UPnP and DLNA streaming. Um some I like some people were like they left some like one star comments because the way that the way that this you know company or developer chose to do it is that the plugin is like a separate app. So I I don't like some people were, were like oh, it's crowding my app drawer. Ah. No. But I mean, just, if you're, you know what, if you're, if you're a good Android user, you're probably using a launcher that lets you hide it anyway, so just quit whining. Um, <laughs> it works very well. Um, I've now been able to consolidate down, I used to use a different app for UPnP streaming, and now I can just use this. And it's free, so that's even
2: better. That is better. Vplayer, Vplayer. Vplayer, UPnP plugin, very cool. Uh Shane, app pick?
0: Yeah, so I think this this app may be a way to replace some of the stuff we were talking about, um how to communicate new stories and, and all that, because uh, it, it won't get annoying at all. Uh it's called Voxer. And basically it's a walkie-talkie for your phone. Um but you can kind of do like uh groups. And so what what how I'm using it, and it works really good for my particular use case. Um my company, we're building, uh, we're building something, and uh, we're all in different geographical locations, so we, um, we often want to give people quick notes and ideas and all that when we're not online or out and about. So you, kinda, you do it through Voxer and just read it off, and then everybody gets it. Um, and then it keeps everything organized. They also can go back and listen to previous messages. And so does um, it,
2: you talk to it, and do they hear your voice, or do they see a text? Is it like real-time voice communique?
0: It's not real. It, so if you have the app open, right, like you've been using it, it'll automatically play it. If it's in the background, you'll just get a little notification. Okay, that's and cool. And then you can go play it. So, play. It's yeah, so it's like not like a push-to-talk
2: where you're getting interrupted unless you're actually in the app.
0: Right. So you can't have all you know, you're in a somewhere where it would be inappropriate to say something, have one of your friends, you know, blare out something over your phone. Sure. So no, that won't happen. That's cool. Um, but if, you, if you're kind of into, if you want to be, uh, if you don't want to um, have to type things out or you just want to spitball ideas and all that in a slightly asynchronous manner amongst a group of people, uh, it can be pretty handy. And I've, I've actually moved it to the front of my app screen, so it's on the main screen. Wow, uh, and use Boxer, it that much? V o x e r. Not that I use it that much, but I, when it, when I need to use it, I need to use it then, and I don't want to screw Right. Plus, it's so. probably got Number a super
2: percent. cool icon, right? Uh, actually,
0: it's not that super cool, but
2: it's good. We now. should do this. So that way, that way I can bother you while you're sleeping. You can bother me while I'm sleeping.
1: <laughs> Isn't that
0: It'll Google chat?
2: Isn't that Gchat? I should just start, like, voice chatting you all the time.
3: Hey, hey Matt. I, sh- I should go because my phone's got 2% battery left, and I don't have a plug-in right here. Okay,
2: give us an app pick, Seth.
3: Um, it's called Sword and Sorcery. It's uh, it was a-, it was a computer game, like an indie computer game that they brought to Android. And I, you know, I haven't <clears throat> I've only played like a first level, but it was really cool. It's uh, sort of like this side scroller with really cool music and fight stuff, and it, it's a fun game. Nice. So, but I haven't, like I, said, I haven't played that much into it, but I, it's a, it's a good game. People really like it.
2: Very cool, Swords and Sorcery. All right, if you got a bail, Seth, good to have you back. We won't see you next Tuesday, but the one after, right? Sounds good. And there goes the hangout. <laughs> Eric, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, <laughs> and, and just a correction: it is sword
1: and sorcery. Ah, with a W. Sword. swords, sorcery. Swords
2: and sorcery. That's correct. Okay, that's a good game. And we're I have it. The hangout crashed, but that's fine. The hangout crashed. That's fine. We're here. Are we good, Shane? Okay, uh, I'm still here. Okay, Seth bailed. He had to go. All right. Well, that's too bad because my app pick this week is called Plague Inc and this has been the most fun awesome yeah. game I've played in a while that's this kind of game so basically you start out with bacteria if you purchase any this is free you can play for free bacteria but then if you make any purchase it kills the ads and unlocks stuff and you can play as a virus and then you can there's a ton of other stuff you can unlock Uh, But so here's – you select your plague type, and this looks beautiful. I haven't even played it on the phone. I've just been playing on the Nexus 10. And here the other day, me and my friend were both here on these two tablets playing and trying to, like, get the most people infected. And so you start, uh, and then you select a game. Difficulty we will just go normal. And then here's my favorite part. You get to name your plague. And (laughs) – My first game, I named it Religion. And so throughout the game, it's giving you these updates. Like, religion has infected more people than TB. Religion has killed more people than the Black Plague. Like, stuff like that. I don't know. I just thought it was pretty funny. So you can name it uh, whatever you want. We'll name this one IOS. Okay. Good. Enter. And then you can modify your genetic code. If you pay money to unlock those, which we're not going to. And then you start. So now what you do is you're going to get a map of the world. And you pick a place to start your infection. I've been having really good luck with Africa. And if you pick a place in Africa that has a port, it will spread even faster. Just a little pro tip. So uh, we're going to zoom in here. And here's, here's what – so you get the world, right? And then you can zoom in. And we'll, here's a spot right here, south tip of Africa with a airport and a harbor. So we're going to drop iOS right there in Botswana. Oh, I missed where I really wanted it. iOS infection in Botswana. And so now you watch, and now there's two people infected. And so the fun part is you go into disease, and you can see your little <laughs> – your little bacteria here, your virus that you've got. And you can go to transmission. And you get these things called DNA points. And what that lets you do is mutate your virus or bacteria. And so you can give it different traits. And you have to be careful because the quicker it starts mutating to kill people, the faster other countries will notice it, and they will make a cure. And if you get countries like America or China or like Iceland for some reason, always is hard to infect, I don't know why, Uh, they'll cure it. So what you want to do is get the most infectious you can without killing people. And so I've got it up to about 5.6 billion people infected, and then people just start dying because random mutations happen. It happens. Uh, And then it's just a race against the clock to destroy countries and all that. It is the most fun game. It's called Plague, Inc., and it has a whole Is this by the Al Qaeda Learning Company? Yes. <laughs> Shut up. And so you can see it. IOS has not been what does that say? Noticed. So because I've only infected two people out of possible six point eight billion. And there's a cure screen. I mean, the data points, like, it's a stat geeks dream, this game. Like, there are so many weird little interesting data points that it gives you graphs and world graphs and infection spread graph i don't know it's it's such a fun game so check it out plague inc that's what i've been playing and uh we should all get infected together i think that would be fun hooray hooray plagues (laughs) is that just a downer app i got a better one for next week i don't know i'm installing it right i'm installing it right now it's so fun especially when you name it fun stuff it just makes the game that much more fun I, me and my girlfriend were laughing for hours over how infectious religion became and how deadly <laughs> anyway <laughs> I'm sorry you
0: should have got the first bit
2: I know I wanted Seth to be here for that but that's okay he should play the game also and name it atheism and then we'll battle it'll be great so have we alienated enough listeners yet is that good? Are we at, Do we meet our quota? Nope. Let's start talking about politics. Okay, that'll be good. So, <laughs> all right. Well, all right. anything else we want to mention before we get out of here? Is that good? You guys got any articles coming up? Eric, anything? I'm good. Shane, I can't think of anything. Anything you know? Who knows, right?
0: Well, I have no idea.
2: We'll play by ear, huh? We'll play by ear. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. It's good to be here another year. Uh, we'll be coming at you every Tuesday, I believe, unless we figure out a different day. But Tuesday works good for for me, so that's the day. Uh, catch us online. We got a community on Google Plus. Eric started. You can check that out. We also have a page on Google Plus. So you know when the hangouts start. Make sure you circle Attack of the Androids, and we'll circle you back, and then you'll know when our shows are, and you can watch and join the hangout and ask us questions about your Galaxy or your your Nexus S. <laughs> so. Uh, other than that, we're on Facebook and Twitter. And, uh, yeah, just hang out, talk to us during the week, Android stuff. It's awesome, attackingtheandroids.com. That's our site. So thanks for listening. Shane, Eric, Seth, it's been fun. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye-bye. It's the it's the Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids, Attack of the